Hi, everyone. You're listening to Candidly Laura, a daily podcast for adventure seekers and personal development junkies. Laura is a digital nomad who always tells it like she sees it. She loves talking about travel, entrepreneurship, dogs, and more. Take it away, Laura. Thank you so much, Caroline. And thank you to Colin for the new underscore music. You guys were getting so fancy. But it is one of those great things about my previous life in theater and that I can just send a few messages to people and say, um, hey, hi, would you help me with this thing? And um, and then they do. And then I pay the money and here we are. It's amazing. So we have an intro. It's exciting. All right. It is Wednesday. Wednesday, and it seemed appropriate because we haven't really talked much about them other than I talked about traveling with them. We haven't talked about my dogs. So I thought it would be fun to tell their stories. Um, They are both rescues. So I will trigger warning now. One of them had more um, abuse in their life than the other had no abuse in their life. Um, So I'm not going to talk extensively about it, but I will talk about um, Tucker and how he ended up being in rescue. So just to say, if that's not your jam, see you tomorrow. Okay. All right. So I got Tucker. Tucker is my first dog. That's mine. I didn't grow up with dogs. um, And I didn't really realize how much I liked dogs until older, older me. Um, we did have a couple dogs when I lived with two of my good friends, Amanda and Holly, we had two little chihuahuas for a while that were sort of communal chihuahuas. And then, um, I had a serious boyfriend for several years who also had a dog, which felt kind of like mine. So that was the beginning of my introduction to how much I like dogs. And now I say I am meetingly obsessed So I had a pretty big breakup and ended up moving um, across the country. I guess I shouldn't say ended up moving because I was going to move across the country. He was going to come with me, but that didn't work out. So I had been living on my own for the first time, honestly, in years. And I was like, oh, this is really sad. And I had a, a little bit easier of a schedule or at least I thought it was going to be an easier schedule when I moved to Delaware to work for this new company. So I started looking for jobs, jobs, dogs. (laughs) I started looking for dogs pretty immediately and um, shout out to my friend, Caitlin, who came along and met a bunch of dogs with me and also was uh, getting lots of photos from about dogs with me. So, and I talked to a few friends about trying to figure out what kind of dog I wanted. And I wanted one that ended up being not at all the one I got, (laughs) which now that I've been involved in the world longer is just like, oh yeah, that happens. So I wanted one that'd be okay being alone for, you know, eight hours because that's how long I'm gone. And I wanted one that was like medium to low energy. And a couple of friends were like, you know, you should get like a rescue, you know, lab or a rescue something or other that's like super low key and will be okay in an apartment, but really just like wants to cuddle on your couch and go on short little walks. So I started looking around and I didn't 
I didn't really know a whole lot about different breeds. I knew I didn't want like a super small dog because I had had those three were pretty small. And I wanted one that was still like a dog dog, but not like a small dog, if that makes any sense. So a lot of the small dogs are just like kind of mean, (laughs) you know? So, but I did say I didn't want a terrier because they're just, you know, kind of crazy and a mess and high energy and blah, 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 blah. So I start shopping around for dogs. I find a couple on the internet that I think I like. I actually go and I meet one. I don't remember her name. If I think really hard, I might remember it, but she was just like the most delightful little package dog. She was about the same size as Tucker. So she's probably like 30, 25, 30, 35 pounds. Um, and wicked smart and just like playful. And the staff were like, she is the best ever. She loves kids. She loves fetch. She's also pretty calm in her crate. She keeps her crate clean, um, her kennel clean. So, and I screwed up and I didn't put a deposit down on her right away. And she was gone the very next day. So that was like, oof, big learning. And then not long after that, I found another dog, which I also don't remember their name that I wanted to go and see. And so, um, I actually called and they said, yeah, come, you know, you can come anytime and, and visit with this dog. And I was pretty sure I wanted a girl dog just because overall, like generally the idea is the girl dogs are easier than boy dogs. And, um, when I got to this rescue, which is called a buddy for life and it was in Maryland, Um, just like right over the border from where I was living. This dog had just been adopted like that morning. And so I couldn't meet that dog. And they were like, well, is there another dog you want to meet? And I was like, no, I don't think you had any other ones. And then I was like literally turning to leave and Tucker was walking in and he had just been at a, a meet and greet And I was like, oh, well, I mean, I guess since I'm here, why don't I take, that's Peanut, right? Why don't I take Peanut at least on a walk? And they were like, oh yeah, sure. That's great. And um, he was like a little wily and a little anxious. And I mean, he'd just been at an event too. And um, so we went on a little walk and it was, it was fine. I was like, you know, it's fine. I'm walking this dog. It's no big deal. He's cute. And like, he's pretty little and he's wiggly. And, um, so we're walking back in and one of the volunteers stops me and like, starts talking about, you know, how good he did at the event. And, um, and this little girl walks up and she's probably, I don't know, eight or nine. And he took her just like sat down next to her and like pretty calmed down and was just like it was adorable like adorable and they were like yeah we're pretty sure he had kids in his last house just by the way that he interacts with them and um and they were like honestly he went to another family for a day but he snapped at the kid and um the mom wasn't in the room, but the kid is now scared, was scared of him. And, and it was good that he just snapped. He didn't hurt the kid. Um, because you know, they, that family knew his whole story and the rescue is really disappointed that they, on the very first day left this new dog in a room alone with this kid. So, 
um, they tell me more about his story and they are looking for a single, ideally female household to take him because he bonds really quickly with females. He's really, um, he's really smart. Like they wanted him to go into classes because he needed a lot of work. And um, so here's his story. Here's how he ended up at this rescue. He actually um, was taken by animal control from his house. And this rescue works with animal control. They're actually the ones that get all of the abuse cases in this like three state area. And the reason why animal control was called was because the neighbor had seen the owner, which I can now only assume was the man of the house, take him and pick him up and throw him up against a shed. And so animal control was called. And when they came to sort of do a wellness check on him, they found him in pretty bad shape. And he um, was obviously really scared, obviously had been hit and abused and was pretty underweight. And the most shocking part and the reason why he was an immediate removal from this household was he actually had a harness on and the harness was on so tightly that it had actually grown into his body and into his skin and he had to be surgically removed. So I don't know. It's obviously exactly how much trauma happened that first year and a half that he was with that family, but it was considerable. And um, obviously, like they told me this and I start tearing up and, you know, they want to be clear. They know that he has some issues and that he's going to need some help and that he can't be left alone, certainly with kids. Um And, but he's really eager to please and he's really smart and they're like, he's going to do really well in classes. So I laughed and was like, okay, but to do some serious thinking about if this is a project we're interested in. And, and it was for me, the sort of end decision for me was, you know, I'm a great candidate for this dog and that's abnormal, right? That a single human is looking for a project dog. And I have the time and I have the finances to be able to support the kind of training that he needs. And I freaking love a project. Like, I'm not going to lie. And I was still super heartbroken. I mean, this was only four, five months after I broke off my wedding and broke up with my boyfriend of six years and moved across the country. (laughs) Right. So like I was ready. Um, so we, my friend Caitlin comes back with me and meets Tucker. And at that name, his name, at that point, his name was peanuts, which was, um, I'm sure he was like a peanut when he was little, but he's too feisty to be a peanut anymore. And um, one of the things before I left with him, I was like, I will not leave until I hear him bark. And because I don't want a yippee barker, like, it's just, I didn't want it. And the, one of the kennel workers was like, oh yeah, I can get him to bark. Cause I hadn't heard him make any noise yet. So he, he passed the bark test. He was not a yippee barker and he's like perfect size, like not too small, not too big, excited. So I take him home and <laughs> he is a anxious mess and 
um, and I don't know what I'm doing. I've never had a dog before. I've certainly never rescued a dog before. So it's just a lot. It's a lot. And, um, and we came a long freaking way. We took a lot of classes. I absolutely loved the training place that we were at in Delaware. So we took, um, I think six in total, basic and advanced and then tricks. And then we did rally and rally was the, was the, it's like a game version of, of obedience training where they set up different courses and you have to do different things. So, and he just loved learning. Like he loved to get it right and to learn new things. Um, and I, I had a really good time learning a lot about dog behavior so unfortunately, he does still have um, some bite issues. Um, very thankfully, knock on wood, it's never been any sort of considerable damage, but he has nicked a few faces. Um, and that's the unfortunate part is that he goes towards the face. So we've worked with two different behaviorists. Um, and the last one was pretty much like, honestly, you've done absolutely everything you possibly can. And you know his triggers and you're setting him up for as much success as you can. And you're muzzling him when he's going places where it's potential that there could be something wrong. Um, and she was like, and you can't do anything else. Like, this is just the way you can always like start continue working on the things that you're working on and move the needle, you know, a little bit, but the needle can only move so far. Um, so he's great. He does great with dogs. Um, he, as long as he's supervised, he's just well with kids. Like he has a good understanding of, of the kids move and do stuff. So he's pretty good on recall. He still really loves any amount of training, which we try to do at least a little bit every day. Um, and that's my old man. And I'm going to absolutely ball my face off when he's no longer with me. In fact, we have uh, many conversations about how he can never die. Okay, so that's um, Tuckity Tuck Tuck, Tuckerson, and then we'll get to Willow, and um, Willow's name from the rescue is Lucy, and Willow and her mama, Mama Dog, and her siblings were all living in a junkyard in like a storm, a sewer storm drain, and um they had been trying to catch all of them for a couple weeks. And um, my sister's from Arkansas, where my dear friend Holly lives. And I had started to think like, oh, I think I might want a second dog before Tucker gets too old. Um, and so two years ago, I sent in June, um, I sent my friend Holly a message and I said, so Holly was helping to work with this rescue with and helping with intake and homing and all that stuff. And Holly's like very smart about everything, but knows a lot about dogs. So I said to her, if the, like the most perfect puppy comes along, that's like pretty even keel, but you know, kind and bubbly and cute, um, and medium size, let me know. And I will come and snag said dog. And within literal minutes, <laughs> she sent me back a photo and a picture of a dog in her back seat. And it was Willow. And she was like, do you mean this one that I just picked up today? <laughs> so at that point, Willow was, I think, three months, 
March, April, May, June, through four months. Um, four months old, their, their, the litter estimated birth date was March 10th, 2022. So she is a 100% COVID dog. And because, you know, she missed some early socialization with humans, we had a few things to deal with. So um, I said, yes, maybe let me think about it. And Holly said, great. Well, she has to do some shots anyway and make sure she's okay. And then we, um, we, this rescue actually uh, spays and neuters before they'll, um, I almost said rent them out (laughs) before they will let them be adopted. So, um, June 24th, I drive to, uh, St. Louis and meet Holly in the middle and I pick up dear sweet Willow who is scared out of her mind. Um, and she's learning about all things human. She had been staying with a lovely foster, um, who really did a great job of just letting her like decompress and figure out like how to get in and out of the house, how to deal with this other dog. But she did great with the other dog in the house. And um, so when I got her, you know, we had, she had spent eight hours in the car and, um, and it was just hard, right? Like everything is new. There's walking indoors, walking next to buildings, walking on a leash, everything is new. And the first day I had her, she woke up pretty early. Again, new place. Totally makes sense. And I took her outside and I had forgot something. So I actually connected the leash to the lead that was outside and she wiggled out of the harness. And I, (laughs) you know, I've had to catch some dogs in my life Um, but I was like, how do you catch a dog that doesn't want to be near you? Like that doesn't want to be near a person. Thankfully, she just ran two houses down and hid in this under this bench because she didn't like, you know, she's too scared to really know like how to maneuver. She was just trying to run. So, um, but I was screaming at the top of my lungs at six in the morning, help, help. And no one, not a single person came out or asked me about it later. So that didn't work out. So Willow came with a whole new set of things to work on and also didn't really want to interact with me, which was the complete opposite. And she continues to be in many ways, the complete opposite of Tucker because she, um, she will do some things like she will come and sit for a treat because now she sort of gets it, but really honestly took us like two years and really even in the last couple months, she's now really like, will come to my side for some pets. Um, She loves everything outside. She loves dogs. Um, She's really even keeled. She's just kind of like, easy go lucky. Um, water is her absolute favorite. She would swim all day and dig all day if I let her. Um, in our old house, she really did just want to lay in the backyard all day, every day. So it is sad that the new place that we're at right now, unfortunately, doesn't have a fully fenced in backyard, even though the listing said it did, but that's another story. All right. So um, that is my Tucker and Willow story. Tucker's is longer. Willow's maybe will be longer in a couple of years once I've had her longer. I don't know. All right. I hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.